so hi one of the good noise podcast i'm shane i'm glory and um so yeah before we get started on the the shit that we did this past week and also the music that came out um mm-hmm. the fucking allergies man are kicking my ass awful uh i went to Me two too. i went to two arena shows this week and mm-hmm. i was like oh sweet jesus i have covid um i don't i just have allergies um, I don't usually get them this bad, so I don't know what's going on, but I've been stuffy all day. And I was like, blowing my nose and shit at work. I'm like, well, it's like, you good? And like, yeah, man, fucking allergies kicking my ass this year. Um, so, dear allergies, fuck off. Yeah, um, same here, man. My throat has been sore. Um, that's it. I thought it was COVID, but then I was like, no, I also was like, stream my lungs out for like Ice Nine Kills um and i'm also like not suffering any other you know things so i'm just gonna chalk it up to just allergies yeah so, yeah awful i uh i woke up super congested this morning and i wasn't like oh shit i have covid but i was like you want to know what'll fix this a covid test sneeze ah. so hard like six or seven times those are right out mm-hmm. wow yeah well i mean i'm not going anywhere so i'm i think i'm good yeah, it did. It yeah. didn't work for a very prolonged period of time, but at least I could breathe for a little bit, so that was cool. Yeah, that's um, good. And then I stepped foot outside, and I was like, "Shit, I can't breathe again." Because that's all. <laughs> so all that I could breathe when I was home. That was about it. Um, so between Glory and I, went to four shows this week in a one week. She went on Tuesday, Wednesday. I went Thursday, Friday. We both Woo! slept all day Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Except Glory also slept all day Thursday and Friday, recovering from the two shows back yeah. to back. I just yeah, I just slept for like four days straight. Something big. Like when I went because Glory and I had an interview before this, which is like a rare rare occurrence for us these mm-hmm. days. Uh, I was like, holy shit, when is the last time we spoke? It was last Monday. Yeah. Was the last time Gloria and I? It's been spoke. so long, man. It has been How have a you been? minute. It has been a minute. We haven't went that long without talking in a, a few months. Yeah, a couple months, like vacation at yeah. least. Yeah. Um. So, let Glory talk about her shit. Talk about my shit, and then we'll finally get started on the music. That's no, all even the music. On, even on my last vacation, we still spoke because we did the podcast. Well, no, no, no. That there was your vacation, and then there was when we like took took like the month off except for like when we interviewed under oath <laughs> yes that i need that to happen again with another artist or under oath again spencer so um oh okay so uh, i started off the uh the, the the concert series of the week for good noise podcast with uh sharia moore shallow pools and zach benson and they, they were opening for set it off I did not stay for set it off. That's unfortunate. As much as I talked about how badly their set sucked <laughs> last week. No, what? Well, it wasn't that yeah. their set sucked, that their fans were, kept putting their tiny little oh, hands yeah, in my their face. hands up. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. They're still a good live band, so that's unfortunate. But Yeah. I mean, the venue is an hour and a half away. I was trying to get home before 1 or 2 a.m., you know, also didn't want to have to get trampled by 12 year olds because you're right. All of their fans are short. They are like I was like, firstly, there wasn't a barricade. Um, and there are also maybe like 100 people there in like a thousand cap venue. So, you know, it's kind of intimate. But it's like I was like one row away from barricade. But literally everybody around me, I I could just see over. It was kind of embarrassing. So they put their them. hands up. 
Dude, I'm so happy. Sharia Moore, Shallow Pools, you know, Zach Benson, they didn't even ask for like the hands to go up. Because I was like, I heard horror stories from one person that I talked to um, about the hands going up. Yeah. But um, all the besties killed it. And the new bestie, Zach, killed it. Um, I met everybody, took one big picture. The I don't I can't see behind my light, but they're like right here, I think, if I'm if I'm putting it correctly. Did you just move those? Those were, were those not there earlier today? Or were... they were like right here. Okay. So you could kind of see like the end of it. They were right by my happy poster or painting, uh-huh. but then I moved it so then you can see it better. And then I also got a sign set list by all all the guys in Sharia Moore. Except Casey. Because he has to go be a med student yeah. or whatever. Shout out Casey. <laughs> yeah, Casey. Shout out Casey, a scholar. God. Um, but I met all the besties and I got to hang out with Sharia Moore. Funniest thing. Okay. So um, because I'm like the first in line because it started raining and, you know, everybody scattered. And my brothers were like, ha ha ha. Now we can move ahead in line. So we're standing in the rain for like a good 45 you're, to an hour you're fucking crazy dude i wanted barricade to then see that there was no barricade yeah typical um, but what anyways so basically i meet all the guys one by one um so i met trey because i told trey i was like trey i'm i'm here i'm downstairs and he ran out into the rain to come say hi and hug me and whatever and that was amazing um and then i saw ronnie and ronnie was just just standing there just and i was out. like exactly he was just hanging out and i was like hey ronnie and he looked over he was like oh hey and i was like okay and i was like so what are you doing he's just like just trying to stay dry and i was like cool me too <laughs> and so then he went back inside and then brendan came out for again whatever reason um and so Brendan's just standing in like the um the doorway to mm-hmm. get into the venue. Um, so basically like two feet away from me. And I'm like, hey, Brendan. And he looks over. He's like, oh, hey, and looks away and does a double take and looks at me again. He's like, oh, my God. <laughs> and so he stands in the rain, you know, we hug and whatever. And the rain clears up magically as soon as like all three of them came downstairs to come talk to my brothers and I. And um. The first thing in like the 30 seconds that Brendan and I were talking, because it was Brendan and Ronnie came and then Trey came downstairs, um, was you're you're taller than him. And I was like, what? <laughs> like literally, no, how are you? How have you been? How's the podcast? You know, are you excited? It was just, you know, you're taller than him. And I was like, what? He was like, you got clear. Literally, that's a lie. I'm literally six seven. You're you're six seven. The That's what Trey shows tried, it. tried to yeah. convince me. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, no, he's actually like seven Th- foot. Thank actually. you, Trey. Thank you for being on <laughs> Team Shane on this one. Brendan, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> Considering it was Brendan's idea to make me look taller, fuck you, and Brendan. That's what I, told him. I was like, dude, I'm mad at you now because you're the one who planted that seed in his mind. Um, but literally 30 seconds in, because he was just kind of like standing there, and then he was like, yeah, you know you're taller than him, right? Got him cleared. We, and I was like, we already knew that though. You just didn't know how tall I really was. Exactly. So then they said that their merch guy was your height. Is that is that accurate? I don't even remember standing next to him. Gonna be honest, he was behind the table the whole time, and the table okay. was like slightly raised. Slightly raised. Okay. Well, Brendan said that their merch guy is the exact same height as you. Um. So yes, I kind of roughly know how tall you are now. So I just thought that was hilarious. No formalities. You know, we hugged. We said, oh, my God, hey. And then that was it. Um, and then I met Shallow Fools. I saw one of I saw each of them one by one again. And then as soon as I was in the crowd and they got on stage, um, they all collectively like saw me and they all went oh, just like right as they were about to start their set. 
and I was, you know, I was waving and they got so excited and I was so happy. And then I met them over by the merch stand. And I got to hang out with everybody at once and it was super cool. Um, and then the next, the next day, so I got home at like 1230, woke up eight o'clock the next day, left the house at 12 to go get in line for, <laughs> for ice nine kills, um, for, for six and a half hours. Um, so I, I might need help mentally because maybe you couldn't pay me to stand in line for that long. I mean, I was one row away from barricade with all the VIP people around me. I didn't even have to move anybody. I just kind of zigzagged through and they were all cool and everybody around me was cool. And I got to toss Ricky a flower bouquet and the, dude, because Ice Nine Kills was the first one. Fam on Fire opened. They did incredible. Fam on Fire, you're great. Um, Ice Nine Kills came on directly after. I was dead for the rest of the concert. They should have put ink at the end because I would have had energy. Mm-hmm. But like for Motionless in White and Blackfield Brides, I couldn't move and I couldn't speak because my voice was literally gone um, there was yeah. there was nothing there you sure you're doing the screaming parts too oh, you're, do, course, you're doing yeah. you're happen, doing that happens to, me, happens to me all the time when i go to these metal concerts i just blow my voice out <laughs> exactly dude you're doing the guitar riffs you're, you're <laughs> doing the drums. Bro, the dude next to me is like everything. what in the fuck are you doing dude do you want to start around you was like them? what's going <laughs> I know but a guy I, who knows a guy that can get you on there to do the <laughs> into the mic. <laughs> Your talent, man. But um, everybody killed it. Um, I'm not Blackville Bride Stan um because their performance is actually like really good. I wasn't the biggest fan. Um, yeah, you said it in line to Blackville Brides. <laughs> I did, and the people didn't. I mean, obviously. Um, so I said it while we were waiting in our six and a half hour or five and a half, six and a half hour line to get inside. Um, and it was literally just my brothers and then one other group right in front of us who were there earlier. I think at like they got here at like 11, 10 or 11 a.m. for a show that starts at 630. You have nerves stressing that they got there at a.m. when you got there at 12 p.m., which is arguably just as early. I don't need this right now. Anyways, so I'm in line and I'm my brothers are like, OK, so, you know, are we staying for the whole performance? Do you just want to see one artist? And I'm like, you yeah, know, I, I if it's. If, if it's Ice Nine Kills, Motionless and White, Blackfield Brides, we can leave after Motionless and White. But like, we might actually have to watch Blackfield Brides. And this group next to me, right? <laughs> but this fucking group hate next Blackfield to me Brides. <laughs> is, is like staring me down, gives me the gnarliest like stink eye, and then just starts blasting whatever Blackfield Brides song. I don't know. As they started. should. Fan fucking As rock. they shouldn't. Um, and and I and I look over and they're still just looking at me and I'm like, I'm sorry. I said respectfully, like I'm not a fan, but you know that's fine. I watched their performance; they did great. The guitarists might need to. I I get like you know going back to back, you know with they do each it other like three or four times. Yeah, exactly. It was cool the first time because I was like, oh my god, that's so cool. And then it's like they just kept doing it. But like it's fine. You I know? I actually had the same exact experience the first time I saw it. And the first time they did it, I took like seven million pictures. I was like this is the most exactly. exciting thing. This is so cool. And then they did it again the next song, and I was like, oh, oh that's cool. This, this and then they did it a third doing. time, and I was like. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go up there and punch you. I'm going to take the guitar out of your hand and start playing it myself. Exactly. Uh, on the opposite side yeah. of the stage. 
Yeah. Um, so they did that a couple times. Their stage presence wasn't as like captivating as like Ice Nine Kills or Motionless and White. I don't know, maybe it's because they don't have like obviously Ice Nine Kills has like all the props and they have all the the actors to come on stage and you know play Georgie from it and the guy from Worst Vacation. I don't know what the actual movie's called. Um, but it's like they have all those things, and then motionless is what is just motionless and they're white. They're just they batshit. Like like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They have the flag bearer who is Sam from America Part Two. Did you see that? Yeah. Craziest yeah, I, thing. I, I um, knew that. <laughs> I, just, I didn't know that. I didn't I know. I saw. You, it. Didn't I tell you, or did I just tell you that I that I knew one of the guys touring with Motionless and White? You just you said that uh, Sam is the like assistant management, but I didn't know that he was going to come on stage and do a little flag. Yeah, that was thing. him. All all that shit um, was him. That's insane. He did incredible. Good job, Sam. <laughs> um, but it's just like Blackville Brides was just kind of like Andy would just kind of like stare at the crowd for a second. And, and then he like does the like roar face. Mouth. Yeah. Yeah. He would just kind of like do that and, you know, like show off his bare chest or whatever. And I mean, like it was great and all, <laughs> but it's like, is there anything else? You yeah. Know? They're they're a great live band. Like mm -hmm. when you see them with a band, like, like granted, the lineup makes complete sense and oh, yeah. everything, but like putting that like when you put them with live bands like ice nine kills emotionless and white they're yeah. just not like up to the same par because their stage presence is just like we play guitar and we sing and then we back do to back, back to back yeah and like that's cool <laughs> and all and like in certain live settings it's really cool like when i saw them with in this moment i thought their performance I, like obviously i thought their performance is great every single time except when i saw them in huntington new york and they sounded like garbage that was the oh. mixing problem though um yeah I've thought they've been great every single time. It was just like then not only was it my first time seeing them, but that lineup also fit them a little bit better, mm -hmm. like from a live standpoint, not musically yeah. and fan wise. Yeah. Um, so. But um, I just I thought everybody did great. Um, I was there for Ice Nine Kills and I'm now emotionless and white fan. So fucking uh, and a Black Bill Brides fan. Honestly, yeah, literally perfect timing. I'm listening to them right now, actually. Um, and I actually had to leave before, um, the somebody told me cover. I was walking out as soon as that song went on because I wanted to get in the merch line. And I also didn't want to get trampled by like all of the fans, mm -hmm. um, successfully made it out kind of like, as soon as we got out, everybody else got out. So it's like the wave was following us. Um, a lot of creeps at that show. I don't know if you had the same experience or overheard the same things, but like there were two fights that broke out in the pit. One of them, Chris had to uh, like step in and it was because this guy was like serial assaulting people. Um, and it, a fight broke out because of that. And Chris was like, yo, did that just, did that? Cause he saw it. He's like, did that just happen? I'm going to assume what I saw was what was happening. Um, and he kicked the guy out. And then another guy got escorted out by security and then there were guys behind me talking about all of these awful things. Um, and then there were also people on the way back to the parking garage who were wearing like Ice Nine Kill shirts. So it's not like they were just random people um, were also talking about interesting things that they did at that concert. And then there were also just people in the back just having sex. So, you know, it was just a great first metalcore concert. If I yeah, say. no, I don't overhear any of that shit. Um... Yeah. No, oh. no, one, no one was fighting each other in the pit over that, I think. Yeah. Unless they were, I don't know. 
Yeah. And also there was, um, there were these guys behind me. Oh my God. And then there was a guy in line. So they were these guys behind me making jokes about Kyle Rittenhouse. Oh, and I was like, I don't feel safe here. And then this guy in front of me, guy, if you're listening, because you live in Virginia, you've seen my face off chance that you actually hear this. You're awful. You're, you're not a good person. I'm sorry. You're mean. Um, please don't find me at other shows. Cause I will cry. Um, but it's just like this guy in front of me, he would like say like a, a joke, but he wouldn't like laugh or anything. So then I'd also reply with a, a dry joke and then he would get offended that like I didn't pick up the joke. And I was like, no, I was playing into the joke that you just laid out. And he just got so offended and so angry that he just turned around and started ignoring me. And I was like, I'm done making friends here. So then I just, yeah. That was it. That was my experience at the <laughs> Trinity of Terror show. Oh, I also got hit in the head or tackled by a um a crowd surfer. Nice. So that was really cool. Yeah. I almost went down, but it was just a very low squat. And then I just kind of. Yeah, so. it's always a great first experience getting kicked in the head. First time it happened to me, I thought yeah. I was concussed because that <laughs> my partner had just been concussed by a crowd surfer mm-hmm. not too long mm-hmm. before that. So I was like, I'm fucking I'm screwed. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but um, other than that, I mean, like, hey, man, there are videos of me tossing Ricky bouquet. You know, I think I peaked at that, and now I feel like I have to make it a tradition. So they just keep coming back to Virginia. So well, they'll be back at the festival in September, dude. Did you see Blue Ridge Rock Fest followed me, yeah. and I was like begging for tickets in their DMs. They have not responded. <laughs> Um, so I kind of feel a little embarrassed, but yeah. I'm not going to delete the messages because what if they just haven't seen them yet? Yeah, maybe it's just been you know? a busy couple of days in the office, you know? Exactly. I'm going to I'm going to give it a couple more weeks and yeah. then I'll, I might buy a ticket. But yeah. I just want the one day where Ice Nine Kills is playing. I really that's it. I think Afterlife is playing, too, but I don't know what day they're playing. I don't know. I don't know. what's. I don't know who's playing in Virginia when, going to be honest. <laughs> Um, on shame, God. On Thursday, I saw mm-hmm. Godsmack, Three Days Grace, Black Veil Brides, Wage War, and Lilazar. Wow, what a lineup! It was Woo. a radio festival. Uh, that's why it was so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Um, not, it's probably the emptiest arena show I've ever been to until Godsmack played, and then like it just packed out. And I was like, "Where were you? Were you all outside? Like, <laughs> were you all in the merch line? Yeah, like what in the fuck happened mm-hmm. here? So Lilazar." Third time I've seen her. Fourth time I've seen Juliet Sims in the flesh. Saw her when she had her pop project too. Uh, she was good. Same set list as Trinity Terror. I was like, wow, I, this is just Trinity Not Terror. Not even a new set list. Except I can't see because there's no, vi- like, arena show, no video screens. What? So they just they just look like tiny little ants. Yeah, so you're just watching a little tiny person. Yeah, but like we were dead on. Like literally mm-hmm. the section that we were in was dead on. So it was like you could see everything. They were just tiny. Like there, there yeah. was, it's not like there was really anything going on stage for any of the bands. Yeah. Um, well, but you weren't able to see the two guitarists during Blackfield no, Rides. No, no, no. I definitely little... saw that. Don't worry. Oh, you were able yeah. to see that? Of course. Yeah. Oh, God, it's not like they went the... backstage and did it. Come on. <laughs> I just couldn't I'm just tell. Saying, they I, just, been so tiny. I just couldn't tell who was who. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see their faces. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and then Wage War was great. Um, my mom didn't like them very much. <laughs> my, my mom was at me with me with at this show because uh, I had had the tickets since 2019. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas fest- present. Yeah, this festival got postponed a couple of times. Um, Just a few. So I had two tickets because at the time I was supposed to be like 16 when I went. So, uh, <laughs> wow. So my Younger mo- than me yeah, now. So my That's mom weird. was going to go with me, 16, 17, whatever. Still didn't have my license. So, uh, you know. That's all well and good. And then, uh, so Wage War was great. Little Star was great. Black Veil Brides played all of the hits, went back to back a couple of times. Typical Black Veil Brides <laughs> performance. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was um, amazing. Three Days Stellar. Grace. Fucking, fucking loving them right now. Um, mm-hmm. Shout out Three Days Grace for in between every single song, the stage going black and the two little video screens that they had putting their band name up as if you forgot who you were seeing um as if they don't have eight million monthly listeners and are, are all already an arena band um, i just want to remind you just in case you forgot who you were seeing um and then godsmack they had fireworks so that was good or like fire that's cool and they had fire crackers yeah and pyro and all sorts of shit and i was like holy shit that's fire literally literally there's so much fire i'm like this is so cool this is exactly what i wanted from the arena show there's fire um so that was cool uh my mom was like okay can we leave now because she really didn't like godsmack (laughs) i don't blame her godsmack's not my favorite um Mm -hmm. but i had waited too long for this to leave Mm -hmm. um so i was like no we're staying and then she got very antsy so we so we left uh by the encore um oh well that's fair we were also at the very top of the parking garage and she was like we're gonna get stuck and i'm like okay mm -hmm. fine we can leave um so that was great and then friday um i drove my mom's whip because my whip the brakes were bad (laughs) i drove my mom's whip i almost didn't go to this show uh, mm-hmm. because i didn't have my whip so i took my mom's whip to go see bear in the okay. arena um another empty ass arena show because bear isn't an arena band so i don't know who okayed this one um but i had i got a seat because i am 19 years old and my back feels like a 90 year old man's yeah so but i saw era for the third time era, era. and still have barely listened to him the devil's wear prada finally Finally, it's about time. Silverstein and Beartooth. And that's good. Silverstein, Devils Were Prada. That's a good lineup. Yep. And Arrow was good. Ever. The Devils Were Prada was great. Glad I finally got to see them. Mm-hmm. Silverstein was good as always. They also of told course. us about the tour on Friday that they announced oh, wow. today. They were like, oh, we're gonna, a sneak we're, peek. Yeah, they were like, we're going on tour. They're like, we're going to be back in Jersey and Philly. September, Ooh. maybe. And I was Ooh. like, Oh God, my wallet! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I saw the lineup today, and I was like, "Oh God, my wallet!" Um, and then Beartooth was great. Um, I fucking I don't know where Caleb gets all mm-hmm. the energy, but that man just jumps around for an hour and fifteen minutes, and I'm like, are, "How are you not tired?" Like, yeah, how are you not out of breath? Yeah, like the man was mm-hmm. just like he came on stage and was just like bouncing immediately, and I was like, "All right." <laughs> It's a Beartooth concert. Jesus. Love it. Yeah, that's um, good. So, yeah, that was great. But uh, my only gripe was that the the support band, so Beartooth was using a, a video screen mm-hmm. um, during their set, and the support bands obviously weren't using it. Um, mm-hmm. So, but the lighting rig that they had relied heavily on the video screen admitting light. So, like, oh. Era was pretty much, like, played pretty much in darkness. <laughs> Oh, because like the lights they were using were like mm-hmm. 
colored lights that were like hiding them further into the abyss that was the stage and i was like is that on purpose or what and like yeah. you could see the devils were probably just a little bit better but it was still like too dark wow and then like i guess like silverstein was like go turn the lights on and like you could, <laughs> yeah, we you want could our see fans them to see us. yeah yeah and then obviously Beartooth had the video screen but i was like arrow what the fuck are you doing because like i've seen them a couple of times and like their lighting has never been like that before so it's like were they like oh let's do this or was it like no they're relying on a video screen so they don't have enough lights to the like so they so you can see us yeah <laughs> i was like what this can't like point a light at these guys like we're in an arena a flashlight? do they not have like the the big the big lights they had exactly. those they had those at the last arena show i went to i'm like holy shit i haven't been it's been so long since i went to a show where like they had a, a light guy pointing the big fucking light at the, yeah yeah the spotlight the, the yeah. front man and i'm like holy shit it's a real arena show oh my god um so yeah that was our weekend that was our week it wasn't even the weekend week. no no <laughs> um, this is the middle of the week so and then this week on Wednesday, Code Orange canceled their show in Philly, unfortunately. But the support bands are playing at the church in Philly, so I might yeah. be there. Um, not sure yet, but I really want to see Dying Wish again and see Vended for the first time. So mm -hmm. that's cool. Uh, and then Friday, I see Limp Fucking Biscuit. Fred Durst and I are going to be in the same room. They already canceled one show on the tour. <laughs> Yeah. Manifesting they don't cancel more. Uh tomorrow they'll be in Norfolk, Virginia. Glory. <laughs> go go say hi. They'll be at the Norfolk. I'm well aware. <laughs> I think I'll pass. Go say go say hi to Fred Durst. They've been doing they've been posting ads. I got one on TikTok today for their show in uh, New York. I'm wow. Like, wow. They really know their target demographic. Um <laughs> if they cancel the New Jersey show, uh maybe you'll catch me too far or too many hours into Pennsylvania on Saturday. Uh, manifesting that they don't cancel that one too if they some for some reason cancel jersey because jersey's at mm -hmm. a hard rock venue that they already canceled the show at mm -hmm. uh, like the, the you think the there's a curse and i'm like oh no but they played a hard rock venue in florida and the they canceled in hollywood florida but they played in tampa florida so i'm like i'll i'll cry if the if it's the second time i go to see the biscuit and they cancel mm -hmm. it again it's not mm -hmm. going to be a good day no Especially considering Atlantic City is about double the distance that uh, oh. Asbury Park was. So, but you'd do it. Only sixty miles. Okay. So it's not that bad. Like you know, no. do that, do that to Philly any day of the week. So mm -hmm. you know, but it's not like Asbury Park is practically in my backyard. So this one will hurt a little bit more if I have to go there, pay Atlantic City prices to park. And mm -hmm. then I show up and they're like, hey, hey, no show. I'll be like, well, let me in. And I'll exactly. hang around this time to see if Fred Durst will sign my boobs. I don't fucking know. <laughs> we'll find something for him to <laughs> yeah, sign. Yeah, I'll find something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've also got music to talk about. Um, next week, we'll be talking about my Limp Biscuit experience, if it happens. Uh, holding on to hope that it does. Mm -hmm. um, so, we got music. It was a light week. Very light week. That's why we very spent so week. much time talking about live minutes. music. Yeah. Um, so Vagrants put out a new record, Be Consumed. We spoke to the band about it. It's out. We did. You can watch it right now. It's um, very good. This record was very good. Um, mm -hmm. I was listening to it again last night. Uh, it was pretty late at night, so this might have been um, me like half asleep, like, holy shit. But um, I was listening to it, and I was like, this 
album like perfectly fits the vibe of the cover art like kind of oh, yeah. like the feeling that i got while listening to it especially mm-hmm. uh the song when i let go of what i am i become what i might be obviously the longest song title on the entire fucking <laughs> record um it was like the like outro part of the track was yeah. like so was like just fit it perfectly and that's when i was like this album fits the cover art so fucking good um, yeah so great record go watch our interview please this is a very good record. I enjoyed it. I think I listened to it twice. Wow. Or three oh, times. Shit. Whoa. Sorry, three times. No, no, sorry. If we count when we interviewed them, because we got the album, I listened to that. And then I think I listened to it two more times. What are you doing? I'm scared of one of the one of the names on the Slaughter Beach Dog song, so I'm simply giving it to you. <laughs> the last one? Yes. Do you not know how to say that? Nope. Okay. Um, <laughs> this album was great. I really enjoyed it. It was good. Hey, I love you. Dropped new album. Psycho. Psy- Break. I had it. Psychokinetic love songs. My my mouth did not want to work there. This album bangs. We spoke to Hey, I love you, and it's coming out tomorrow. So watch that when it comes out tomorrow. It was very fun. We had the whole band for the first time. Um, we usually only talk to Caleb because it's usually it, the last time it, it was just Caleb. It was just Caleb's project last time. Yeah, it was so. Just, so this was our first time meeting all the members. It was very chaotic, um, but it was a lot of fun. It's an and hour this long. album. It, oh, <laughs> Ooh, maybe a little too fun. Um, but yeah, it was it was a very good album. I, I love their their music. It's so nice. Yeah, it's it's super cool. All the all the genres that they blend in shit. Like mm-hmm. we've got obviously the nintendo beep boops we've got, i love the beep we've boops. got the emo we've got a little bit of everything we had a piano song mm-hmm. on here i was like holy shit we got a little bit of everything yeah um but yeah this album was great very much enjoyed 10 out of 10 do recommend we're reviewing mm-hmm. it before mm-hmm. pitchfork does thumbs up thumbs up from us ten, up. 10 10 pitchforks out of 10 on pitchfork.com yeah there you go uh, Matt Instagram put out a new album, Prescribe Whatever. We spoke to mm-hmm. him about it. Wow. No Whoa. way. That's crazy. No way. Um, <laughs> we spoke to him about it. That's crazy. Um, mm-hmm. This record was very good. He just, he quote tweeted our tweet about us going live and he was like, I don't know what they're going to say, but I hope it's nice. Um, this was the worst <laughs> album I've like, ever heard. He was like, if, if they think it sucks, that's okay too because they're entertaining to listen to. And I'm like, oh, stop. Aww. You're going to make me blush. Yeah. Uh, but uh this album was very good it was, I, yeah. I it's scary how much i relate to the opening track and i'm sure you do too gotta be productive mm-hmm. i like I, I deal with that on a daily basis so mm-hmm. for that fuck you because that was a personal <laughs> attack man that really yeah. fucked me up but yeah. um the the whole record was great i i really liked gotta be productive and of course i like the the song with pollyanna on it those yep. are those are the homies so, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, the whole album was very good. You should go listen to it and then watch our interview or you can watch the interview and then listen to it. If that's how you like to listen to your music and your podcast. Yes. Um, my favorite is, um, either, oh, it's, it's Pollyanna. Yeah. It's Pollyanna. One Pollyanna track is pretty it. fucking good. Pollyanna track is very good. Um, everybody clap with Pollyanna more. Um, but yeah, this album was incredible. It does not suck. It is not the worst album I've ever heard. That was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke dry your tears it's okay um but yeah incredible album watch our interview it was a lot of fun um yeah sai dropped new album sai ninth we did not interview sai yet yet our line did is you open. send out a request no our line is you open need to. if you'd like to talk to us we'd love to talk to you 
mm-hmm. Gangnam Style Man is back. <laughs> He's been back, hasn't has he not? Well, he did a couple of things like after Gangnam Style, and like I was still paying attention to him then because I was like, because he had Hangover with Snoop Dogg. He had oh. Gentleman and Gentleman Rocks, and then I think he put out an eighth record. Oh, that's like the I'm a gentleman. Yeah. No, that's just Gangnam Style. Yeah. Um. And then I think he put out maybe a set I because th- we're on ninth. The one with Gangnam mm-hmm. Style was six, so he put out two other ones, but they didn't really do anything. Oh but, my god, they did great! What are you talking about? But no, like you weren't like talking about Psy. Like we no. like like no one was like holy shit, Psy. This is the first time since Gangnam Style. Like I um they're, they're posting on Instagram like all the charts and shit that he was on. He was number one for sing for the single for that that with. The person from BTS in oh, like yeah. seventy three countries or some shit it was not wow. no, the number one single on iTunes. Jesus, I texted, I texted Sam. I was like, I think Sai's going to be big again. And then he had the number one album in three countries, and it was like number yeah. eight in the U.S. or something. So Sai is back. I think he might be. And um, Glory texted me. Was like, why the fuck is this album on the playlist? But I don't know if you remember when I sent the tweet of him because he posted like. Every 10 years, he's had a big song. So in 2002, he had a song called Champion that was massive. 2012 mm-hmm. was Gangnam Style. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, this year is going to be... So like he's like, the next time you might meet a song like Gangnam Style is 2022. And then mm-hmm. that was like how they announced the record. And I sent it in our group chat. And you're like, we're going to cover this every single single off the Psy album. And that's why we're talking about it right now. Wait, I said that? You said that, yes. When did I say that? <laughs> Are you sure? I am 100% sure There's literally that you no said way. that. I'm fact checking this right now. <laughs> so if Glory I'm... can find that message, um, that is why we're talking about this record right now. Um, I personally thought it was very great. Um, always had a soft spot for Sai. He was uh, not just a big part of my 2012. Yeah, Glory found it. I said yes. We will be covering every release. Yep. Wow. Um, so I don't no, remember that. Obviously, not just a big part of my 2012, but I think he was a big part of everyone's 2012. Of course. Um, so it's great, great to finally be chatting about him. Um, that was ten years ago. It was ten years ago. Yeah. The the Gangnam Style is twenty t- ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. my God. I was only seven. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I was like fifteen. I don't know. I remember that like clearly. Yeah. So it's like it's super cool, and um, but he's back, and like this record honestly bangs pretty hard. I've never been one like obviously when I was listening to Gangnam Style, I was like fucking <laughs> what? Not, I was like what nine years old? Like I wasn't nine, gonna be yeah. like I'm gonna go listen to his all his albums. Like I mm-hmm. had a couple of I like would like because at that point I was still buying songs on iTunes, so I would like listen to the little snippets on iTunes, and like I would pick mm-hmm. a couple that I liked and like bought him that way so i had a couple of songs off each of his records that he had put out mm-hmm. but i never was like i'm gonna dive into the side discography so i've never really listened to anything outside of like gangnam style obviously um right gentleman. Na- right now gentlemen hangover so like that that's where my side knowledge ends and then like a couple of songs off his other records like the intros and stuff for some reason those were the tracks i would buy or the intro tracks wow off the albums don't ask me why um it's interesting so we're here listening to a full style album for the first time ever and it was it's pretty good that that 
with uh, I think is it Sugar from BTS? I think it's, I yeah. think it's Sugar. Yeah. Um, Sh- that sugar. song has no right banging as hard as it does because mm-hmm. on Friday or no, it was Saturday. Saturday, mm-hmm. I was like, I got to check out this new Psy shit, and I didn't get very far because I was like, I'm gonna listen to the big the big single first because I came home from the Beartooth show and was like, I'm gonna watch the music video because mm-hmm. he's always got well produced music videos. And um, mm-hmm. I was like, this song actually goes really hard. So I just, I, instead of listening to the album like I intended on doing, mm-hmm. I listened to That That um, a bunch of times over. So not a big K-pop fan, but Psy, I, I got a soft spot for it, man. Record yeah, is good. Yeah, you're in your K-pop era, man. I'm in my Psy era. You're in your Psy era. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought, I thought it was a decent album. I only listened to like half of it. Um, we should go finish but for it. what I, I, you know, but for for what I, I listened to, I thought it was, I thought it was good. I definitely did like the song with uh, Sugar, so I thought that was a really yes, good track. It was, it was a little repetitive, but I mean that's what a chorus is. Yeah, and that's but, I mean, kind like, of his music. Oh yeah, if you listen to Gun- Gang- Gangnam Style, it's literally like Hope Gangnam Style, and, and it's like, like this it. is the best thing ever. So I can't this is wait. Peak music. I can't wait until later this year when there's posters in Five Below of Psy and Sugar. I don't know, like pointing or some shit. Because yeah, I had a poster something. from Five Below that was hung on my door for way too long past <laughs> the Gangnam Style craze. I only took it down a couple of years ago of the Gangnam Style cover art. I sent it in the group chat. I don't know if you were mm-hmm. in that conversation. Yes, and it yes, was like, I was. Well, it was like way after we had finished talking about Psy because I stopped talking to everyone to go find the poster. So when I sent it, everyone was like, what? I'm like, what? we were talking about Psy not even five minutes ago. Exactly. We move on so quickly. Yeah. It's just, yeah. <laughs> you seem like the type of kid to, you seem like you were the type of kid to have like a poster of Gangnam Style. Oh, yeah. Like, um, no offense. Oh, yeah. Because like my grandmother, because that was when I would hang out with my grandmother every weekend. My grandmother fucking hated that song, but I would play it for her every single time we were in the car together. Good. Yeah. And like, Psy was so big that like she knew about it before that because they would talk about it on the news. So I'm hoping that he gets that big again when she's like that Gangnam Style guy is back in the news. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then you gotta you gotta start playing uh, that that now. You gotta move maybe, on. Man. Maybe she like that that a little bit more. But I hope um, so. so yeah, she bought me the fucking Gangnam Style poster and I hung it up in Aww. my room for way too long. Okay, that's sweet. Yeah, that's. I thought you went out and you, you bought that. Well, yourself. maybe I did, but she at least drove me there. I know I wasn't like obviously a nine-year-old me didn't get myself to five below. No, um, you didn't just hitchhike there. No. no. So that was that was my that, that was pretty much just me talking about Psy from ten years ago. The record was also great though. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. This is you. Waxfire put out a new EP. The sound of what went wrong. Hey, guess what, Glory? Guess what? Yes. Guess what? Guess what we did with Waxfire. What do we do to Waxfire? We well, we didn't do anything to them. Um, but you we, said what we do. What what did we do with with Waxfire? What did, what did, what did we do with Waxfire? <laughs> <laughs> we 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 interviewed them. We spoke to Tristan about the fucking EP. Wow, Ooh, that's so yeah. crazy, insane. It's almost like most of the artists that we talk about on the show, we speak to them about it too. It's crazy, just so we can promote. The interview. Our episode. Yeah. Um, this EP was great though. Um, I'm pretty sure what is it? It's it's soak. When we talk, when we spoke about the single, I might have been like, ooh, breakdown. But I like Burr. really caught it this time. Uh, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know, fucking. If I missed it last time, what the fuck is wrong with me? But also like the breakdown of the song, I was like, holy mm-hmm. shit, wow. 
it was mm-hmm. like not just like a and like an easy core breakdown or whatever. It was like okay, yeah. who's been listening to metalcore in the band? Mm-hmm. Who did it? <laughs> yeah, who did it? Who did Whose it? Fault is it? Um, yeah. So I thought that that song was great, the best one on the EP. And Sydney Sprague is also on the EP, and that's super cool. She Love crushed Sydney. it as well. Mm-hmm. Tristan is the vocalist, right? Yeah, I thought so. Okay, so this 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 EP amazing. I want to start with that. So there's a part I can't remember what song because I'm pretty sure I was like cleaning my room or something while I was listening to this. It's great cleaning your room EP. Um, but I was listening and I think Tristan was doing like some poem or maybe, you know, like how sometimes before like a breakdown or sometimes before like everything goes crazy in a song, they like say something. But it was like Tristan was like still kind of singing, but it's like the accent came out and it, it just kind of took me back. Because I was like, I've never heard an Australian accent in like singing before. Sometimes, you know, you hear you hear a British accent because, you know, you listen to Louis Tomlinson and that's he's just British. So he's just so British. But it's like you listen to like five seconds of summer. You wouldn't guess that they're Australian. You don't you wouldn't guess that they have that accent because they just they just don't sound like that in their songs. So it just completely took me out of it. And I was like, oh, my God, that's crazy. I don't know why I wanted to share it, but. Thanks for sharing. Now everybody knows. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. Um, Megan the Stallion dropped a new single, Plan B. So the clean version made it onto our playlist, <laughs> but I went out of my way to then listen to the explicit version. And mm-hmm. holy hell, I was scared while listening You're to scared? it. You're I don't even know how they made a clean version. There were really? so many curse words. Oh my God. I'm sorry, Shane. And like, I'm not one to be like, holy shit, that was a lot of curse words, but holy shit. That Wait, was you're not joking. Words. Yeah, there were Dude, a lot of fuck, you, fuck words. You're the one who, who drops like every bomb. There were every, a lot like, of fuck seconds. words, dude. Oh, my God. I was scared. I thought you were joking. Yeah, you are. You are. No, joking. no, 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 no. There I were swear a lot. Of, there were a lot of curse words. A lot of, a lot of naughty words in the song. And like, then are you joking? Because you're using they naughty bleep, words. They bleep. All of the naughty words, and then they also bleeped the N word, and I was just like, "How did they? How did they even make a clean version?" Because it was like every three seconds, it was the fuck word. I'm so confused. You're not joking. No, there were a lot of fuck words. I don't. I actually, I, I don't I care. I listened to the song. Like, yeah. Obviously, I don't give a shit. I was just like blown away that they were able to make a clean version. That they were, of this. That they were able yeah. to pull that off. Yeah. Oh my god. I was like, that's was impressive. Like, but, but like, as I was, because I, I, I was like. Glory, fuck, somehow the fucking clean version got in here again. What the fuck, Glory? And, like, mm-hmm. I didn't finish listening the full thing because I was like, I'll just go back and listen to the explicit version later mm-hmm. on. But, like, I had gotten, like, halfway through the chorus, and that's when I knew it was a clean version because it was, like, mm-hmm. they were, like, stitching it together, like, the mm-hmm. chorus. And I was like, that's a lot of curse words, but that's impressive that they, yeah. they stitched that together and it didn't and it sound like garbage. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it felt like I was back to listening to LMFAO when I was in fourth grade, when I was only I allowed to listen to the clean versions of songs. So mm-hmm. that's what it felt like. Wow. <laughs> really so took, took me you back. back. Yeah. Yeah. This playlist really just took me back to yeah. fourth grade. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Um, I really like this track. I like the direction that Megan's going, especially with the the backing beats and her new flow. Um, I don't know. It reminded me of just like 80s, 90s. Um, I don't know. It was it was it was just a really good track. I'm I'm gonna listen to it again. And I it is impressive how they're able to actually make it sound good while not adding like any filler words. Cause you know how sometimes the radio does that and you're listening and then they say something and you're like, You didn't say that. That sounds a yeah. little weird. That doesn't work. Um, but the fact that they were just able to cut it out and just stitch it together and still make it sound good, 
really impressive, but I do prefer the the original version. Yeah. I wouldn't go out of my way to listen to this one. I know. Um, uh, yeah. Don Broco put out a new single, Fingernails. Um, it was weird. It was a Don Broco song. It was weird. Uh, I was a little nervous though because it started out and I was like, this doesn't feel like a Don Broco song. They haven't started screaming about like Bruce Willis or something. I'm like, <laughs> I'm concerned. Like, what's going mm-hmm. on here? And then, it got, okay? and then it got weird. So that was good. Um, mm-hmm. Also, would just like to say, I did not realize how big they were in the UK. They're taking Papa Roach on tour next year. Taking Papa Roach. They on are tour. taking That's Papa Roach on. Thing. Papa Roach just finished playing small arenas and very big standing rooms here in New Jersey, not in New Jersey, in the US. Um, mm-hmm. They played all the arenas in New Jersey, every single one. I was going to say every out. single one. New they Jersey did a whole tour. tour. Um, yeah. And. Uh, they're, they're going over the UK and Don Broco's taking them on tour and I'm like what in the shit good Papa Roach needs to be um, humbled <laughs> humbled I hate you Papa Roach if you're listening I hate you Shout out, Papa you're not Roach. welcomed on this podcast shout out Papa Roach uh, at but, least while I'm on it you're not welcome uh, but the song the song was good um, very good mm. yeah I thought I thought it was okay wasn't the biggest fan of it it kind of just started and then it kind of ended and I was like oh that is most songs I mean, no, but it just kind of like it didn't leave like that much of an impression on me where it's like almost all of these songs. No, all of these songs on here. I have like a good bit to say, but this one I'm just kind of indifferent to. I was just kind of like, oh, you know, it was there. Didn't really do anything for me. That's it. Oof. Slaughter Beach Dog, Trace Mountains. And sorry, it's half. It's on half my screen. Uh, Annika Pyle, drop new single, Just Like Me. This song was country, and I hated it. Yeah, the song was interesting. I didn't think it was like, you know, we're in the country, you know. The girl and the beer and the I, truck. It didn't feel like I was at a Keith Urban concert or anything like that. I don't even know who that is. It's a country artist. I don't know. I, like, I, I don't know. I didn't feel like I was at, like, you know, listening to a country record, you know. <laughs> And I feel like I was in the deep south while listening to it, mm-hmm. but um, it was just slow and acoustic and like not with what a I, banjo, not what I was expecting from uh, Slaughter Beach Dog. Mm-mm. Um, but like didn't hate it. And I was just like, oh, Slaughter Beach Dog put something out, and I was like, oh, this wasn't what I was expecting. Okay, because like I don't feel strongly enough to like formulate a very like hard opinion on like this is very good or this is very bad. Like I don't that's fair yeah. i just i i would feel very strongly about it this mm-hmm. was a country song and i hated it in my yeah. opinion this fair was enough. a country song fair enough Ugh. or last night put a new single valley of vision this song actually rocked really hard um mm-hmm. and didn't like fit in like his it's it, it they kind of like have a formula and that's fine like their, their song still bang but it's like very much like it starts out and you're like this is an our last night song and like obviously it started out and i was like this is an our last night song but it wasn't like mm-hmm fit into like the box on our last mm-hmm. night song it was like a little bit heavier and like the breakdowns weren't like placed in the same spot every single time in the fucking yeah. songs so i was like this is super cool look at that so yeah. I, but i've liked everything they put out so far and the last record that they did uh brian who used to be on our show was like you have to check this out and that was like the only thing i listened to for like two straight weeks so i like our um, last night um you're a stan yeah i'm a stan i'm a stan you're a stan yeah that's good that's good um, yeah, the song's good. I definitely agree. They are in that kind of sweet spot of where they have their sound, but it's not like formulaic, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, yeah, banged. Good job. Palette Knife dropped new single, Ruby. 
This song was good. It reminded me of a band. Oh my god. I have been, what did it remind dude, me of? Dude, dude. It's me too. Wait, wait, give me a second, because I had it and it's gonna be easy for me to get it again. I, um, I, the, I've listened to the song so many fucking times. And I was like, this reminds me of a band, but I can't place it. And I think I might have placed it. P Daddy. I was going to say Origami Angel. It's Origami Angel tuning. That's what I heard. Like that the, might the be placement. It. And then the vocals mm-hmm. kind of sound a little bit like Corey. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, so it's like if Origami Angel and Prince Daddy had a baby, it would be this. Song. I knew it was more than one band. But like mm-hmm. I couldn't place it, and I was like, okay, so I got half of it, all right, at mm-hmm. least half of it. So I was like, yeah. I'm just gonna roll with Prince Daddy because I'm gonna drive myself nuts if I keep thinking about this. Yeah. So I'm glad that I think we cracked the code on this one. Yeah, Prince um, Daddy and Origami Angel, because I heard it, and I just it's like that that twinkly where you kind of pluck in the strings, mm-hmm. and I was like, that did Ryland like co-write this? Because this is this is, but it was a very good track. I just I was a little distracted. I listened to it twice because I was so distracted trying to figure out who this sounded like. Mm-hmm. But I love I love it. I yeah, loved it. I, I did really like this song. Um, yeah. in her own words, put a new single "Daydream." This song fucking rocks. Um, you guys have an open invitation to come on the podcast. Please, um, we can do it before you go to the UK. I promise. We've got time. Mm-hmm. Nothing but time, actually. Nothing but time. Um, open invitation. You're welcome on the show. Let's talk about the record. Please come on the podcast. This this song rocked. Very good. So true. Thank you. The Fame dropped new single, The Alchemist. Was this softer than yes. you expected? Yes. Because I did not. I expected, you know, just kind of like a woo, the Fame song, and then it kind of came on. And I was like, oh, I mean, it's good. Just not what I what I what I wanted. It's not what I had a taste for when I when I saw the fame was dropping more stuff and also announced what an album. Yeah, talk talk Ooh. out on July eighth. Um, but yeah, I wasn't expecting this at all. Um, no, I also wasn't expecting this to be the single that they would announce an album on. Mm-hmm. They had been <gasps> teasing it, mm-hmm. but I was like. I don't like I saw the teasers and I never like listened to the teasers so I I didn't like know what I was getting into when I listened to the song. Mm-hmm. It's like what in the fuck is this? Never heard the fame quite like this before. Like they had a stripped down song on their last record, but this one was mm-hmm. like sh- not as stripped down. Like it had more elements that are like it's an acoustic track, not like we picked up an acoustic guitar and that's all we played. You and know, you just kind of sat down. So yeah, yeah, I prefer those kinds of songs where there's like other elements and it's like. An acoustic song, not a like we just yeah. grabbed a guitar and like that was all we played. Like Yeah, where it feels kind of more put together mm-hmm. rather than, you know, sit down in front of a guitar and just and then yeah. there's a new song, yep. new content. Um so I thought that the song was cool. Um and I'm honestly very stoked for the record, uh, because thankfully the entire album hasn't sounded like this as much as I like the style of song by the fame. Mm-hmm. Um thank God it's not the full record. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm very excited. Although what upsets me a little bit is that there are already a lot of singles out. There mm-hmm. are not a lot of songs on the record, which is crazy. Cause they've been holding onto this record since we first talked to them. Yes. We which were, was like two we, years we ago. We spoke to them in 2020, right around the time that the Stan Atlantic inter- uh, album came out. Cause we had mm-hmm. spoken to Stan Atlantic and they were like, we just keep talking to all these, uh, Australian people Australian. because now, now we've got the fame on a couple of weeks later. Yeah. So, um, and, and even then, like when we were talking to them, they were wrapping up recording. Yeah. So they have been sitting on this for quite a while. But um, 
yeah just kind of weird that like mm -hmm. there's already a bunch of singles out and like i i kind of figured that that was what was going to happen when they started rolling it out at the very end of 2021 mm -hmm. but um yeah not a lot of songs already a couple of songs out more than a couple mm -hmm. um so i'm trying not to burn myself out of it because yeah. that was kind of what happened with um their last record because they did a similar thing with the last record where they put a bunch of songs out and then the album came out i was like well half the songs are already out like one of them was on an ep that came out two years prior so yeah i'm trying not God. to do that this mm -hmm. time um so very stoked for the record and that is all that we've talked about today mm -hmm. um follow us on twitter it's good underscore noise underscore cast instagram is good noise podcast facebook is good noise pod youtube is good noise podcast Every audio streaming service ever is Good Noise Podcast. Bandcamp is bandcamprecords.bandcamp.com. Uh, Patreon is patreon.com slash goodnoisepodcast. Glory has your Patreon supporters, your Twitch subs, and your important plugs. And then we're going to sign off because I got homework to do still. That's fucked up. Who wants to do I mean, my we homework? don't have any interviews after this. Thank so. God, but who wants to do my homework? I mean, what is it? I don't even know. <laughs> okay i can't help you with that um thank you to our patreon supporters my brother my uncle matt from pulses jeremy brady's Zarine, eric and our twitch subs coaster lover kahadli sam and matt again from pulses matt thank you i forgot to say i met matt from pulses at the sharia moore show a lot of money <laughs> no i forgot to but we did talk about a lot of stuff i'm going to tell you that after this so just don't end the call as soon he, he usually ends the call he says okay bye and then like that's it so what you see is like all we talk this is the only time we talk guys he never wants to talk to me um, because if we don't text throughout the day and then i gotta talk to you all day tomorrow or whatever the fuck not this week thank god we thank got, god. We got a light week this week but we, like, yeah. this is if i don't talk to you for five hours the next day guys he hates me please help me but um, anyways, um, important plugs. Black Lives Matter. Uh, stop Asian hate. Please wear your mask at shows. I went to two concerts in two days and I was genuinely terrified that I was going to get COVID as soon as I got. I mean, I still went because like who's going to miss an Ice Nine Kills concert? But I was literally the only person in the Ice Nine Kills sold out show that was wearing a mask. Not even an exaggeration. I scanned the crowd. Not one person, including not including like my brothers and I. So that's a little worrying because um, COVID's not over. Um, so, yeah, just please wear your mask at shows. Um, uh, be a good person. Don't be mean to people in line. Slander all the bands you want, but don't mean to be mean to people because that sucks. Um, and also be a good person at concerts. I'm going to metal metal shows now and I'm like, God, these people are awful. So please metal people do better and just all people in general that's it well that is all the topics we have today and everything next week tune in talking about limp biscuit the show mm -hmm. uh barring fred durst doesn't feel like canceling it now or after doors um so i have been shane i have been glory and we have been the good noise podcast see you next week bye bye